field, 24-17. Bears trying to get their 10th win. Here's the boot up in the air. Going up for it. Allen Robinson, he's got it! I want to see the Bears give him an opportunity to prove that he can do this. He's caught the ball at the 43-yard line. When all the signs in the world were there. I think that'll be a fade to black moment with Allen Robinson taking it out of the air. That's what you're really hoping for that they really contribute to the team each year, and that you build a great base and foundation. And these loyal fans have been rewarded for their loyalty. It was, it was, it was awesome. It's, we picked up right where we left off. It was fantastic. And they have a Bears team to be proud of right now. Takes the snap, takes a knee, they head to the field. The Bears have won it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of 34 to Glory. I'm your host, Tyler Flesh, joined by my father and co-host, Brian Flesh. Hey there, Bear fans. Well, Ooh, Mr. Kitzel. That was the, um, well, a couple things. Let's just start with the elephant in the room, and we'll get the negativity out of the way because there's not too much negativity and a lot of positivity uh, the negative is that the refs don't know how to call a game, and we got absolutely screwed at the end. Yes, we did. I mean, that is pass interference by far. Claypool, media impact for the Bears. Oh, yeah. It, it, not only pass interference by far. I mean, if, if there was a foul for Bear hugging a player, that, that should have been called. Well, if there is. It's called pass interference, and it should have been called. He had his hands around his hips. Before the ball was even there. Then he jumps with him before the ball was even there, batting his hand. I mean, it was blatantly obvious. It was a mugging. On top of that, um, look, I don't know why this isn't a rule. I, I don't understand it, but I feel like if your running back is blocking during a passing play and you throw it at him, that's intentional grounding. Again, that didn't get called a couple times. Uh, I mean, the way it's amazing that anyone even gets called for intentional grounding because 30, I don't know 30's name, but 30 was blocking and he just threw it at his feet. To me, you you have to be a receiver. Yeah. I mean, and and if if it's a screen right, I get it. But that guy had no idea. His assignment was to block. His assignment was not to go out for a pass. Yeah. And. And the thing that really made this even worse, and, and I'm referring back to the mugging of um, Claypool, was it was either the, f- yeah, it was I think it was in the second quarter, we got called for a really ticky-tacky um, P.I. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, that was just terrible. I, I mean, you, you couldn't even tell that, I mean, was it really a P.I.? I mean, and, and, then, and then literally they grab play, Claypool around the waist and hold him, and that's not called. So you just got to wonder. I know that everyone probably didn't think this is the start we would take. So this is move over, Michael Vick. There's a new sheriff in town. Oh, boy, is there. And I want to tell you. Justin Fields breaks <sighs> Michael Vick's single game, single season game record for rushing yards by a QB with 178 rushing yards and one rushing TD, a long of 61, and a little icing, even even better icing on that cake. 
He also threw for three TDs. And let me put a candle on top of that icing and let you know that a 60-yard TD run was the longest TD run. 61. 61-yard TD run was the longest TD run by any Bear quarterback ever. He also broke that. And he got clocked in. I would be interesting to see this game. Last game during the Cowboys, he was clocked in at running 22 miles an hour. That's fast. That is beyond fast. So let's get to it. Um, A lot of criticism came my way today. And it was hilarious because everyone goes, "Uh, you don't want your quarterback to just run the ball. You don't want your quarterback. And then they they didn't watch the game. I go, he had three passing TDs. And they go, "Uh, oh, well, that's pretty good, too. Yeah, look. If you have an ability, I'm just going to say this. I am, I've am. i said on this podcast before, not a fan of the design runs. And I'm not. But that 61-yard play, that wasn't designed. He just felt it, went, boom. Saw that it was man coverage, went. Improvised. What I'm trying to say is that when, yeah, if he only had these rushing yards and we still lost, I'd be like, you know, I'd still be happy, but to me, to see him roll out of the pocket, to make the throws that he made, the 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 catch, the touchdown to Mooney was amazing. He stands tall in the pocket, delivers a beautiful ball, and Mooney, what a great catch! Goes up, grabs it out of the air, boom, touchdown, go Bears! I to me, the three touchdowns. I don't care that he only threw for 125 yards. If you have the ability to run the way he does, why not utilize that? And he's getting smarter with it, Dad, by sliding, getting oh. down quick, getting out early. There's no doubt about it. Also, I want to say with that Mooney TD, the thing that made that fantastic was the amount of pressure also right in his face. Yeah. As he threw the ball. That's what I meant by standing yeah. in the pocket. Yeah, I mean, he, but he, he literally had a guy up in his, you know, chin. And and it made made that just fantastic. I he is exciting to watch. He is a franchise quarterback. I don't want to go there yet. I can't. I mean, I think we might have our guy. I can't do it yet. I've, I, I've been burnt too many times, and you can't live in the now. Um, and I feel like that's what you're doing. You're living. You're definitely living in the now, but. He has progressed every game, but there's, I mean, there's there's a lot more to do. I'd like to see some more game-winning drives. Now, in his defense, we get mugged by Claypool, and then Brown, Brown, it, it hits. Look, we've talked about it. There's a reason they went out and got Claypool. I don't know who these other receivers are, but just get them out. Like, I mean, it's, it, how are they even in the NFL? So, so I think the, the give give people context for what you're talking about oh they know we watched the game brown dropped it on fourth down wide open it hit him right in the hands it literally did hit him right in the hands and and it was a beautiful pass it was an absolute beautiful pass couldn't have been put any better you you throw it a little bit more inside it's behind him you throw it a little more outside he can't catch it literally a great throw you know I think overall, our offense putting up the points we've been putting up in the past two games is is encouraging. Oh, uh, very. Our, look, our defense is going to struggle. Um, 
Vildor went out, and I mean, I'm not happy to see a guy get injured, but man, do we need to get rid of Vildor. Everyone that turns on the film attacks Vildor every single week, and they were. Look, they came right out Miami and just started picking on Vildor. Also, I don't know why it took us so long to double-team Tyreek Hill. I think um, from a defensive... It's it's weird, right? From a defensive standpoint, our scheme sucks. And from an... Like, it, it's gone down. I, I Honestly, I'm sorry. I, I know this is going to rub people the wrong way. I don't care that we lost those players. I think it's a lot to do with the scheme. And, and, and you know, Luke... Uh, no gutsky. I'm still calling him that. I'm still going to call him that until I, I see that this is withstands. But he, he's on the up and up. He's going up. Our defense is going down. And uh, the question I want to ask you is, do you think that's because it's... <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say this, but it's the truth. We're, we're playing ball like it's the 1940s. We have the number one rush offense. We... We're not winning games. We continue to think we can just win by rushing the ball. And my question to you is, do you think that as far as the defense goes, do you think it's just come down to the point where it's not the players that were making the impact so much as, hey, people have put on the tape, they've seen enough, they know the Bears' scheme? Yeah, I think it's absolutely a scheme-related issue. And I'll tell you why, because Waddle and Hill – found that soft found those soft parts in the zone consistently. So that think about that. That that's not an issue of not having talent. It's an issue of they knew where to be in the where those soft spots were and they knew because of the scheme that they would be there consistently all day and they were. And again, uh, new NFL people um look Fields could be our guy. Um, the problem I'm seeing is definitely Eberflus. Uh, this 1940s, it's not even 1940s. It's like early 90s and t- early 2000s. It's it's Tampa too. I mean, they're they're trying not to let anything big over the top. But like, I mean, it don't matter when they sit in those zones and pick you apart because, like you said, Dad. Waddle would just squeeze in right behind the linebackers and right in front of the safety, and the ball was there. Yeah, there were a couple big swings of the game. One was, and I I turned to you and said, boy, I sure hope we don't kick a field goal here. I would love, I know it's fourth. I think it was like fourth and four. It was the first drive of the the game. First drive of the game. We had driven clear down, um, and... I really wanted us to go for it at that point because on a high-powered offense like the Dolphins are, you cannot start trading field. You cannot do field goals. I mean, that's old-time thinking. You 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 got to know who you're playing against. Okay, granted, if we were playing against a team that played slow and low like the Tennessee Titans, well, even them with King Henry. Yeah, I was that's it, that's it, that's 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 no longer an issue. But you know there are those there are those teams that literally want to kind of run the ball, be ball control. You can you can keep up with some of those teams. 
and trade field goals. Miami is not, Kansas City is not, and Miami is not one of those teams. Tampa is not one of those Tampa teams. Tampa is, yeah. They're not one of those yeah, teams. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. But, like, if you watch anything, what you're talking about reminded me of the Rams game. I watched that Rams game, and I thought the Rams had it in the bag. But what do the Rams do? They get conservative. You know what conservative, you know what that does, Dad? That prevents you from winning the game. He's still Tom Brady. I don't care about the down year that Tom has had. He is still Tom Brady. And when you run the ball, and and the other team knows you're running, and you run it, and then you click out the clock, you think you can take it all the way down, and you give him 45 seconds with no timeouts, he drove down the field and he beat your ass. Yeah. All he had to do was get one first down to beat Tom Brady, and he couldn't do it. And here's why. They decided that they were going to pull their guys, some of their guys up, and play this weird cover scheme, and and the first thing that happened is they got behind the linebackers, boom, straight down the field. And then, not only did they throw an out to the left, but and the guy went right out of bounds, and now they're at the 20-yard line, but the very next play, they do the exact same thing because they went right back to it. So it was like they were going to play their system no matter what they saw in front of them. And, and and that's a mistake, and I feel like that's who the Bears are. When you talk about we're going to play our style, we're going to play our system, we're going to play our way of of life, you know, um, I don't know, man. I yeah. don't like. I I, I I don't like it. I don't. Th- I don't believe we have the personnel for it at all. Um, well, and the other thing that really killed us in this game, and and it wasn't just going for the field goal. You know, I wanted to see us go for the touchdown. I really think we could have got it against this this team. We we showed we could score on them. But the other real turning point in the game was the, when Gill got that punt blocked. I mean, that's that's that was just huge. Um, there was a, but there was a couple things. So far, I've agreed with everything you've said. Like, I think the biggest one. Do you think the punt block? I, I know this is going to sound weird. Okay, but bear with me. In my opinion. I believe that the pump block wasn't as bad as us not going for it on fourth. I feel like when you go for it on fourth, it installs a momentum, a pride, uh, and it just took the wind right out of our sails. And, and I get it, the punt. I, I know what people are thinking, probably, thinking I'm crazy, I'm a madman. But to me, when, when you can enforce your will and go out there it hurts the defense to get a fourth down. They work so hard. They go, yeah, we got that fourth. We're stop. Okay, wait, they're going for it. All right. I I do think I I can see exactly what you mean because yes, they they blocked the punt. They ran the pick up the ball. They ran it back. They they got seven more points. So not only did they change, did we change field position, but we gave up seven points. I understand where you're coming from, and that is that. Hey, you know what? You want to you want to break the will of the other other team if you can. You want to get them thinking about things. I do think that that was important, but that that block punt was huge. That was that was an additional seven points up on the board that didn't wouldn't have been there. So, nah, but we lost by three. I I don't know. Yeah. I see what you're saying, but yeah. does that pump block? I mean, we could do hypotheticals all day. Does that pump block even happen if we score there? I don't. Yeah, I know. I, don't know. I know what you're saying, but I don't believe that. 
I don't believe that that matters as much as you getting the fourth down and converting. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds crazy and ludicrous, but there's something to be said, and things shift, and then their game plan shifts. When they held us to three, their game plan didn't shift. Yeah, yeah. I think they start to think a little bit like, oh, these Bears are going for it. Also, we're out of the playoffs already. It's done. It's dusted. I, I'm sorry, folks. Like, There's nothing to see here. <laughs> uh, we're not getting in. But I think the coaches need to understand that and start coaching like that. And what I mean is let's start going for it on fourth down. Who gives a shit anymore? Yeah. Like, I, and what, hey, what's the worst that happens? You fuck around and you win? Yeah. I, I'm I'm fine with being – that has been – let me back up. That's been my big issue all along with Eberflus and, and um, Nogutsky, and that is I don't think they are daring enough as an offense and or a defense. There, there are times, man, we need to get out of that old Tampa 2, cover 2, and we, and we need to play some man. We need to do some blitzing. I haven't seen a lot of blitzing um, this year. Don't know. Again, if we- again, sticking to the philosophy, right? No big plays, rush four. What four? What four you got to rush? You got to blitz. We, we, we got to do better. So, you know, the thing that really was amazing yesterday is our quarterback gets 178 rushing yards. Um, I I do have to say, you know, what was Montgomery was like 12 carries for 36 yards. And Khalil um, had much less than that. He had quite a few, um, quite, quite few carries than, than um, Montgomery. But, you know, man, they, they almost disappeared in that game. You got I mean, they, they really you did. You got to really, you know, just bring up the ESPN thing before you go. Okay. Because you, you always do this to me, and then I'm scrambling for the oh, info. Oh, well, I, I, I just I think it really was like Montgomery was 12 for 36, something like that. Um, and, and Khalil, I knew, was, was 14 was less. for 36. Oh, 14 for 36. Okay. Herbert only got the ball seven times for 23 yards. Yeah, yeah. So Again, hard to get a running back going with 23 carries. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and so, you know, they weren't a big factor. You know, here's the... Uh, but 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 the bottom line is, I love the way Fields played yesterday. He's he's his growth. That was his best game of his career. It was absolutely his best game of his career, and and you can see the growth. And it's just not the, the fact that he is running; it's the fact that he knows when to run, he knows when to slide. He he improvised that sixty-one yard run, which was supposed to be a pass, ended up being ended up being a run. I mean, I also and he and he threw three touchdowns and, I mean, he was on target the yeah, whole day. Yeah, he was on target. I mean, there was that one interception that wasn't an interception that was a bad throw, but you know what? Never happened. Doesn't count. Doesn't matter. I do like the fact that we're getting Cole Komet more involved in the offense. He had a two touchdown game. He had back to back touchdowns and back to back weeks now. Yeah, because he had just practically disappeared. I just I I'm wondering this, and and this is no knock on Cole Komet. Well, it kind of is, and I'm sorry, Cole, but I, I got to tell how it is. Do you think it's just because 
we don't utilize him ever, and now we're kind of utilizing him, so he's open. Because I feel like if he was been this good, th- he would have. I mean, my God, his last touchdown. They said his first touchdown this year was the first since December twenty twenty. Yeah, I see exactly where you're coming, and I don't think he's a great tight end to tell you the truth. I think at the best, he's kind of in the average range of tight ends. And i tell you why I say that. because, he, But in my opinion, he might just be a little bit below average. You think he's a little bit below. So he's, he's teetering. We're, can we say teetering yeah, on can, that? We can all agree with te- I'll agree with average to teetering. And i tell you why. Because no, he's teetering on average. He's teetering on average. I, I can go with that, and I'll tell you why. Because if he really had the quote promise and was showing the promise people would be game planning for him no one game plans for Cole Komet you game plan for Travis Kelsey you game plan for Mark Andrews you may game plan for at one time you would game plan for um a few other people in the NFL Gronk Gronk you game plan probably for Pitts right yeah I mean you should but you know Arthur Smith doesn't know how to use pits, but that's a whole nother, oh, whole, whole nother that's deal. That's fine. Come but, to Chicago. I would take that in a heartbeat. Oh, that my kid God. Is a freak. He, he's amazing, but they don't know how to use him. Um, so, uh, so who's yeah. that? Oh, man. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. I can't think of his name. Oh, I was going to bring him up with this podcast. There is a guy in college and oh this was the guy from georgia you were talking about oh yeah 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 Yeah. have you seen this guy no you told me to to... he's he's like the lebron he's a wide receiver playing playing tight end he's six seven he's huge holy caboli and he's fast he's six seven fast he runs a four something 40 let let me let Um, let me look him up oh man i would take that in a heartbeat but to get back to your issue, no, I, I think Cole Komet is, is um, you say teetering on average, I'll say just average, but he's definitely not good because if he was, it doesn't take, it doesn't take four years for your talent to show up in the NFL. And, you know, come on, we've used tight ends before and he is consistently not being used by any of our quarterbacks. Now, granted, we haven't had the best quarterbacks, but still, you would think that he would be utilized a little bit, but he hasn't been. So, um, you know, I'm I'm glad he's getting involved. Let Let's see. I mean, if he's really as good as the hype, you would think that uh, in the in the days ahead, we'd be seeing a lot more of Cole Komet. I'm not so sure we will, but. I, I just think it was a really great game. The Bears are exciting to watch, and you can't say that. You know, the first four games of the, the season, those were not exciting games. Um, the first game was an absolute mud bowl, rain bowl, which really didn't show anything, wasn't a score fest by any you know stretch of the imagination. He's a sophomore. He's a sophomore. Oh, my God. What... Uh, Say what his uh, deliverables are there. He's six foot five. Five? How much does he weigh? 255, but that's not right. He's more like 275. Wow, that's a big dude. And that's his a, name? And his name is uh, Gilbert. 
I do not know how to pronounce his first name. I don't either. That's why I gave it to you. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. I, I'll, we'll just call him. We'll just call him Gil. That'll be his nickname. From now on, we'll we'll, we'll say, hey, hey, what, wonder how Gil's doing down there in Georgia, like like he's a good friend of ours. Okay, this is why he's a freak. I'm I'm telling you, man. The guy ran a four point three five forty. He had an eleven foot seven inch broad jump at the at the, yeah. The stupid tested for roids. Jesus. That that's almost unbelievable that you can do that with that much weight and that kind of height. You should see him line up. Like watch the bulldogs. The way he lines up, you're like, holy shit. Anyhow, I just got on my tight end because I started thinking about how high draft picks are and stuff like that. Let, let, let's kind of. Well, well, hold on. I do want to gear a little more. We talked about the negative about, but not about Chase Claypool. Uh, you know, look, for a guy that gets off the plane, what, on a Thursday in Chicago? Or no, Friday? He's Friday. In, he's in Chicago on Friday. Uh, Mooney invites him over to his house to study the playbook. He takes him up on that. Class act. Yeah. I mean, look, I've knocked Darnell Mooney for not being a one. I will not knock him for not being a good teammate because he may not be a one, but he is a great teammate. He's And he, he's showing promise, too. And it's crazy how you're starting to see more one-on-one matchups just because Claypool. Yeah. Who didn't know any of the offense. He he. Uh, one of the announcers hit it right on the button the other day, and that is Claypool made a dent in this offense. Um just because of his presence. And look, we've all seen the meme where he drops the ball, where it says the revenge tour, and he drops the ball in warm-ups. I don't care. You know, those memes are funny. Yes, I, w- I laughed. I- I'm not worried about it. Um, he looks like he almost has some new life in him. He's young. This is only his third year in the NFL, right? Yeah, yeah, he's... Um, yeah, because yeah, I'm pretty sure he was a stealer. Yeah, this yeah. is his third. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm. I agree with you. Why, I don't and, know and, why I'm hesitating right now. Well, as you look that up, here's the thing that I really liked about Claypool. Um, historically, he is a really, really good blocker, and we needed we need someone who can block. We do run the ball quite a bit, but of course, even better, Claypool can. He he can go up and he can challenge um, those those big guys in terms. Well, of, he is a big guy at six four. I know that's what I mean. He can go up. He can challenge people for the ball. So, I mean, we really haven't had someone like that in quite some time. Probably the last person who could really do that super well was Brandon Marshall. No, oh, I'll I'll do you one better. But uh, you're right. But I I can go. Can you go to another one? Um, I'm trying to think right I got, now. I got two, go for it. I got go two for it. More. Go we for get it. To, uh, Moosed Muhammad. Ah. And Curtis Conway. Not so much Curtis Conway. I just want to throw that out I was going to say. I just want to throw wait, that out there. What, what? Curtis Conway? Moosed Muhammad, though, was a beast. Yeah, he was. He was. But not Curtis Conway. If you guys know, you guys know who Curtis Conway was. He, he, could, he could run like hell, but, you know. He he wasn't going to go up for a lot of catches. So, I what did you think, Ty, of our offensive line play? Not I'm, good. Yeah, 
that's kind of what I thought too. If Fields, if, if Fields isn't mobile, he's going down multiple times. Yeah, the announcers yeah. were making an effort. Oh, he hasn't been sacked all day. Well, then he got sacked. Not good. Yeah, yeah. And and you know, here's the thing. Um, I know Pettis can block. I'm not. I'm not good on Pettis. I'm not. I don't really care for Brown. Um, Henry. I'm still. You know, the jury's still out on on Henry. I, I'm not sure if he's really a guy either. It'd be nice if Henry was a guy and we had Mooney, Claypool, and Henry out there, and those tended to be our go-to guys. But um, I think we're going to have to wait literally um, the rest of the year to find out where Henry's at. I think we have already know where Claypool's at. It's just what is Claypool going to look in this offense? What do you think? Yeah, this is only his third year. I was right. Yeah, I thought... I thought so. So, so I mean, we know what Claypool can it's do. It's going to be we a couple weeks. It. Yeah, it's not yeah. going to be. He'll he'll be more involved next week, but he's still not yeah. going to be. I mean, he's yeah, still got to have time to get on the same page with Fields and everything. Hey, but we, we play the Kitty Cats next week. He'll be ready. Everyone's ready against the Kitty Cats. I wouldn't. I I see. I disagree with you, man. I think we we've. It's it's a home game. I know it's a home game. I know where it is. I just I don't know, man. I don't think you underestimate them. I mean, look how bad Houston is this year, and we can't we we struggled against them. Look how bad. Let me put it to you this way, Dad. We keep racking up stats, running the ball like crazy, and we keep losing. So that should tell you everything you need to know. We're a bad team. With we're now showing prominence promise at the quarterback position i think fields is teetering on franchise player is he i don't know but i'll tell you what he's definitely gonna stick around for a couple more years oh yeah i i I mean i know you think that i'm kind of pulling the trigger early but i'm really looking at the last you have a horrible history of this i i I do and i'm going to admit it um with you I do, and I still think that I'm not just looking at yesterday's play. I, I'm looking at the last couple of weeks, and I continue to see improvement. Yeah, but the problem is it's easy to improve when you're a bad team. It's hard to improve when you're a good team, and that's what we need to see. We need to see how he will carry himself on a good team, on late-to-game-winning drives how to lead a team to finish off another team. There's there's still too many questions, in my opinion, to just go out, stay, and give them the crown. You know, I, I don't think you can sit there and do that yet. I, I just, I don't think so. And I, I can't do it because there's, there's not, there's not enough. There's too many questions without answers. All right. That's, that's, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. I, when I was watching the game yesterday, I guess the thing that, came through my mind i don't know if it did yours is our defense didn't look at that much different after the loss of our two quote unquote star players no not really but again i see i can't i can't knock that because it's scheme i think roquan's gonna do good in baltimore yeah yeah well and 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 quinn this could be his down year, and then next year he'll he'll get another eighteen sacks. For nah, someone. he's done. He got his Think big. So? You know, he got his big whopping contract. That's all he wanted. Oh, that's one right, more. because it was just a one year deal, wasn't it? No, it was four years, seventy eight million. Pace oh. gave him. Oh crap! Not one year. It's a th- fucking th- fraudulent contract. Oh my god. 
Ugh, God, I wish I had short-term memory issues like you. Holy shit, I'd feel a lot better about that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Seriously. Man. No, I'm sorry, don't, man. I don't apologize. I'm jealous. I messed up on that, man. I can't forget that. When they when he offered that to I said, oh, what? To who? who? I mean, and it sucks, in my opinion, because he, yes, I, I, I'm a sucker for this shit, okay? And to me, now that he, like, shares the Bears, or he was one away, I forget. Does See, this is where my short-term memory. Does he have Dent's record, or he came close? I know he, he came, You're talking about Quinn, right? Yeah, he yeah, got it. He got he? it. Yeah. He got it last year. See, this is what I don't like. He, Richard Dent, famous Bear. You were here for a cup of coffee, man. Like, you can't have that record. Yeah. That's why I'm hoping Field sticks around. But either way, um, one thing that we can agree on is Justin Fields is going to be in this league for as long as his body will hold up and as long as he wants to be because he can play at the highest level. He has shown that. Um, his toughness, his determination. You know, he gets mocked a lot for the deep breaths and the meditation Keep doing it, buddy, because he—he's very—he doesn't seem to get flustered. No, he's very—is a cool cucumber. He—he he really is. Like, and he gets excited. You know what? Too, I—I I really liked is when he ran out of the back of the end zone, and it was like the—you know—the it wasn't a touchdown or anything, and the play wasn't over yet, and the guy was like bending down, like to slap his hand, and he slapped his hand back. It's the little stuff for me. I like stuff like that because yeah. it makes he, he wants to be a bear. Yeah, like I, he I, I, he wants to make this work, and he's trying. And I like how ownership. Let's talk about this. We haven't talked about this yet. I think Ryan Poles is seeing what we're all seeing, and that's why he went and got Claypool. Oh shit! I need to do something. You know, uh, offensive line wise, we didn't mention it. Cody Whitehair was a factor. He helped coming back. Still a lot of work to do there. And please, but Lord, with, please, Lord, pull Mustafer. Oh, my God. My just God, cut Mustafer. Oh, my God. He's just so, oh, so bad. So let's talk about this. Ryan Poles makes that move. Other moves seem to be coming. To me, to me, I've said this on this pod before. Let's wait on the defense. I I know that sounds bad, but we already you we have such good to me here here's what you do right you got to fix it some way you're gonna have the most money by any far of anyone in free agency you either need to fix your wide receivers I would prefer to fix your offensive line with that much money you can do on, both ho- well hold on. Could you? Well, kind of with Claypool because Claypool can be on his rookie contract right. for a while, too. I mean, Claypool's going to. I don't think people understand that Claypool and Mooney are going to be huge in if Fields gets signed longer, if they get signed longer. But no, this is what I'm saying. You derailed me a little bit there. I appreciate it, though, because it was good. But what I'm saying is. You got to do one or the other, right? Don't get cute with it. I'd rather have you beef up one thing. I don't want to really see spread the love. I want you to say, okay, Fields, we believe in you. We're going to beef the shit out of your offensive line. I would would personally be okay with that just because you already have two good wide receivers. 
Maybe you find a mediocre third, or maybe you don't. Maybe you spend the money and go get someone. But then you got to address the other side of the ball. And to me, I'm just a huge believer in this. And maybe this is me to a fault. I love the trenches. I think games are won and lost in the trenches. And I think if you can go over and get some some players over there, like, and you're going to need players with a motor. Because if you're going to do this defensive scheme, we have seen this before that you're going to need like a Julius Peppers. I know. That's crazy. I'm not expecting to go find a Julius Peppers. What I'm saying is, and you know, you're with me. I can tell because you're nodding your head right now. You're going to need a guy with a motor because you ain't getting no help on a well, blitz. Let's, let's, We're let's, not blitzing. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about a guy with a great motor that was big and that people didn't run on us when he was there and a guy by the name of Akeem Hicks. When Akeem was in the middle, how many games, try to count them up, how many 100-yard rushing games did did people have when he was in the middle right there? I, I, I would love to go back and look at that. Maybe I will do that on our next podcast. But I also think you got to have people who can block those gaps so others can come over there and 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 use their speed. But you got to at least have some some big. I, I I'm I'm a, I'm I'm big on having big dudes on the on the nose tackle. Oh, Just, I am I am yeah. too. I am too. But like uh, Via Vea for Tampa. Yeah, I mean that dude's a stud. I mean, look, yeah, talk about that's another guy, huge motor. Yeah, huge I mean, motor on him. Aaron Donald, you can't say enough good things about him. T.J. Watt. Yeah. When he, you know, before the injury, the Bosa's. Yeah. Bosa's kind of been having a down year, both of them. Yeah, they have. Well, there's been some injuries there, too. I don't want to get off your point, though, and I think it's a good one. And that is, okay, you, you've you you've played the whole year. You've seen, that, you've seen that you've got a guy at the quarterback position that's worth moving forward with, whether you call him franchise or not. Hopefully, by the end of the year, everyone will be seeing that he is a franchise quarterback like I believe he is. At that point, I am just absolutely fine with beefing up that offensive line. I really am. I'm with you 100%. Because, in my opinion, you already have, you've drafted well with Gordon and uh, uh, Brisker and Jalen Johnson, and Eddie Jackson is still playing at a high level, calling out players for being lazy. Mm-hmm. To me, you know, you have the pieces. You know, I would focus in, like I said, I would go offensive line. You already have a good back in Khalil Herbert. Like, you know, you don't need David Montgomery. I mean, to me, it's, 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 to me, it screams offensive line. Yeah, it does to me, too. I, I do want to bring up... Um, and but can I, I say something real quick? Yeah, sure. If, if we do get in the offensive line, make sure we do it all in one swift motion so that these guys can get in and gel. Yes. Because Thank God. That, that is so important. Look at the Colts. They have the most... that Can't talk. Most expensive offensive line in the NFL, but there's no cohesion there. I mean, the Patriots were running stunts yesterday and just crushing them. You got I don't think people understand like the the offensive line the, there's a chemistry just as there's a and we've talked about this before, but there's a chemistry as 
a quarterback would have with his wide receiver. And they have to learn to gel knowing, hey, I know that guy's going to pick him up. I got this guy. I I couldn't agree more. I mean, there is no single group of guys that have to work more in harmony than the folks on the offensive line. I mean, they have to absolutely be working 100% together to make things work. By the way, I, I – I, oh, and, and to all you Colts fans, um, so sorry about Frank Wright. Um, no longer there. But you do have Jeff Saturday, who's your new interim coach. Congratulations. Jeff – That's actually, not bad, actually. Actually, Jeff might not be bad. And I, and, and, uh, I didn't want to get too far off track. But the one thing I wanted to get back to about Justin Fields – that I didn't mention, and it's all on me for not mentioning it in terms of his growth, is I was concerned in the first few games about his pocket presence. My goodness. Watch some of the film. That's a really, really good point. Watch some of the film. I did today of his early games in pocket presence, and now his pocket presence, oh, night and day. Absolute night and day. So again, just not, you know, I, I, I tend to get ahead of myself and you're absolutely right there because I get excited about the Bears. I get excited about Justin Fields, but at the same time, he that's that's a proven commodity. I wish we were a big show where I could be like, roll the roll the clip, find the clip. It just makes me laugh because you're absolutely right. It's such a good point because in week two of last year when we played Cleveland He got sacked six times in a game. And remember one of my key points for him? I said, hey, he needs to learn how to turn on the burners. I don't I go, I thought he was faster than this. And I'm flabbergasted that I remembered saying that. But I remember saying it because how it it wasn't that I was wrong. But it's like you said, I don't know if his presence was there or, or, or he realized, whoa, these guys are a lot faster than they are in college. But because now, man, he is flying. Oh, my gosh, yes. I mean, it. I, I just had to bring it up because it's just such a dramatic difference. But in, also it's, in a, it's, a handful of games. It, you can tell he's been studying film, too, because when he when he ran with the ball and he did the pump fake when he was already beyond the line of scrimmage. I know it looks silly on TV, but look. When you're a player and that's in fast, that's in real time. I was going to say fast motion. When that's in real time and that's happening, you don't look down to see see where he's at. Yeah. All you know is this quarterback has the ability to throw the ball, pump fake, leave my feet, right, gone, right. Because you're not you're not looking over the sideline, going, I wonder if he's close. You, no one's doing that. Well, also, too, like, in fairness, we have a blue line that's not even official that we're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, he's over the line. Yeah, he's yeah. Over the line. Everyone could see that. Don't they see the blue line on that field? Hey, the other thing that I really like what Fields is doing, and I really, really like it, is he's using his eyes a lot more, and I want to tell you what I mean by that. And good quarterbacks are able to – they know the defensive backs especially are watching where their head's at and are watching their eyes, and they're able to to look off where they want to go with the ball and then boom back. I watched Fields do that a couple times the other day, and I said to myself, wow, that's actually pretty impressive. He knew 
that he was going over to the right side, but he purposely looked two ways off to the left to pull those guys over to the left and then threw it right. I mean, come on, that I mean that's that's also a part of, of becoming a really great receiver. Probably one of the peop the one of the receiver, one of the great quarterbacks, probably one of the best people I've ever seen do that was Peyton Manning. Um Tom Brady does that outstanding. Also because Peyton had to. He didn't have the legs that Fields. Had. Yeah. Well, yeah. And by the way, Fields, if you if you want to know if a poor offensive line is survivable, go talk to Peyton Manning because the first year that he played quarterback for the um Colts, I thought he was going to wind up in the intensive care unit. Literally. Yeah. 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 So anyway, um, but he, of course, he never had wheels like you have, Fields. You you have some wheels on you, buddy. So as far as the defense goes, um, I, I do want to get back to this a little bit. I yell at the TV every every week. I don't know what we're doing coaching wise, but hands up, we're not getting to the quarterback, and we're not putting our hands up. Till is getting rid of that ball quick. He has one of the quickest. Um, what is it? Uh, Releases? No, 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 not release. He's get, He's just getting rid of the ball quicker. I don't know. What do you call that? It's not release. Because there's a rele- release time is your, your wind-up and your motion. I'm talking about just hike, gone. Like, he's averaging like a second. Yeah. So, to me, hands up, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and we're not doing it. Yeah. No one No one is raising a hand. No one... I am just... I hate our defense because we go through those motions like that, but I also think that, man, it doesn't matter. I mean, like... Maybe let, maybe he, hands up is not part of the hits principle. Here, here's here's why I say... Uh, this is going to sound crazy, but it it doesn't really matter. Like, your defense matters, but not... The way they protect quarterbacks, the way they protect wide receivers, it doesn't matter anymore. Like, you... You just first off, we need a better scheme. Second off, what I'm saying about it doesn't matter is because you need to have a good offense. It doesn't matter about your de- defense. Don't don't win championships anymore. Defenses are barely winning games anymore. You just have to get a few good stops. That, that and that's my opinion. You have to get a few good stops, and then you have to capitalize. If we would have had a few good stops, and we didn't, we had a, a couple, but look, I mean, we probably should have won that game. Claypool definitely got a pass interference. I understand that, but my point being, defense matters, but it can only go so far. Well, defense my, matters, hold but on, offense hold on, matters hold on, more. Hold on, hold on, let me finish. What I'm trying to say is, I think if we would have had the 06 Bears out there, and they they would have got a lot more stops. They would have struggled against that Miami Miami offense just because the scheme in which Mike McDaniel drew up. It's what you what you talked about earlier. They knew how to sit in those zones. Tyreek and Waddle knew how to just boom, boom, and we kept playing zone. We were not double teaming at all. Which blows my mind. We double team on that fourth down play that stops them. That that's what I'm getting at by defense doesn't I feel like 
certain offenses are going to get their points. You just got to limit them to how many. I, I, Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree totally with it because, I mean, speed speed does kill you on the offense. You do need, I mean, guys like um, Hill and Waddle both are, are pretty speedy guys. You do need that. But when you have smarts and speed, so you have enough speed to, to go out and come in and sit in those soft spots, spots of the zone, that's, that's like the perfect deadly combination to any team. So what you're doing at that point in time is you're, you're playing a game of attrition. You hope that you can get more points on the board. And I, that's where I agree with you 100%. Just a handful of stops, one, two, maybe three stops is the difference in the entire ball game. But we didn't get that. In fact, I think they were successful on all of their third and fourth down conversions with the exception of what, two times? Three times in the game, I'll have to go back and look. But I, it was just—it was literally two or three times, wasn't it? No, that we stopped they were, them. They, they were five for ten on th- on third and okay. zero, zero for two. Zero for two. Okay, I'm I'm I was off. Sorry about that. But it, it wasn't a ton. So, but th- this is what I'm talking about by the games change. So back back in the day, if you had time of possession and you ran the ball like the Bears did, the Bears had 34 minutes and 46 seconds of possession compared to only 25 minutes and 14. It's because the Dolphins were driving down the field like nothing. Yeah. To me, it, it doesn't matter if you're going to hold the ball like that. And it doesn't matter because, again, we go back to it. Not going for it on that fourth down and kicking the field goal, it it kills. It kills. Does the punt hurt? Absolutely the punt hurts. But to me, you have to be willing to go shot for shot. And they were not willing to go shot for shot. And the offense could have. Our offense was there. Our offense was willing. And our offense did. Now, again, can't blame all 35, 35 points on... The defense, because again, the special teams let in a blocked punt. Defense played okay. I would say okay for what they did. Yeah. Not great, not bad. Yeah. I but mean, okay. But again, look at the time. If you ran through this and said, look, your quarterback's going to have three TDs through the air, one TD rushing, he's going to rush for 176, he's going to throw for 123, your team is going to have. With rushing yards, 252. You're going to hold the co- the ball for almost for n- pretty much n- almost 10 more minutes in the, than the other team. 10 minutes. We almost had a 10-minute. And we lose by three points. Yeah. Yeah. It, the game's changed. It, it has changed. And, and, you know... People need to start realizing that. I, I cannot stand... You know how many... Uh, hold on. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know how many rushing yards Miami had? No. 77. Wow. Yeah. 77. Because they, because they didn't need them. Yeah. They threw for 302. Yeah. I, I tell you, Ty, I, I love the point you're making because I, when, when I hear announcers, this drives me crazy. Got to take the points. Got to take the field goal. Got to take the points. That, that, that's done. That's I mean, over. That's I dusted. Mean, well, I, I, 
I would like to see the statistics that you got to take those three points. Well, there's a, would, there's that book that came out that said you should never punt on fourth down. Now, I know that's a little drastic, but I believe in a lot of it, you know. But it's like you said, the two-point conversion. We wait a drive too late to go for two. Do we get it? Yeah, we got it. But we went, like, where was that earlier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, if you don't aggressively play this game of football and just not aggressively on the field, but you have to coach it aggressively. But can, real quick, let, let's talk about that. If you're a coach and wouldn't you want to go for two early when you know you have to go for two, that way you know if you got it or not. It never yeah. made sense to me to wait till the end to go for two because yeah. then you only have one chance. Yes. Like, so, where are the statistics on that, right? Why not go early to see the probability of, oh, okay, now we're down by so many. I know where we stand. Instead, you're literally doing the cliche of putting all your eggs in one, one basket. basket. You know who who I love who used to go for too early? And I don't see him do it nearly as much this year. It was it was Harbaugh. Of the of of the Ravens, it was Hardball. It was Staley, Staley used to do. It, it. Yeah. I mean, all those. But, have you noticed that though? All those coaches that got real like ballsy. Tomlin used to, and then they just they're like, no, yeah, back to conservative. Yeah, it's but, like they're terrified of it. But yet, it was working. It literally was working. So yeah, and every now and then, when it explodes on them, it explodes big time. And I think that's why a lot of coaches. Go back to that kind of conservative, oh, just take the points. Well, you know what? Go for it early and often, and I think you're going to see a lot more wins, Ws, than you than you do losses, uh, especially when you have teams like the Bears. That's experience there, right? We don't need win- – I mean, wins and losses do not matter that much to us now. What our guys need on the field, what Fields needs on the field, and the ones sticking around are experience in those high stress situations. Yeah, I I, I completely agree. I also really, really feel like, um, man, ha- it's kind of hard to watch the Dolphins knowing we could add Mike Mike McDaniel and uh, what Fields could have been because I think. It, I mean, I think it'd be something special, but I with what Fields has and what Fields is doing, you know, maybe he can survive Everflus. That that's going to be interesting, right? Where when Ryan Poles pulls that trigger, because yeah. I you're only going to get two head coaches. You're, you ain't gonna fuck up twice. They're not going to allow that because it takes too long. So this is your one. And I, I, I think we can clearly say that another one's definitely coming soon, within three years. That's my opinion, mm-hmm. especially with the cap space you have, especially if you bring in players that are big names and then they don't perform. That's just my opinion. What do you think? No, absolutely. You can't, you you can't walk away with this much cap space and not do anything. But you I'm saying, it. but I'm saying from a coaching standpoint, like if he brings in all the talent, when do you pull the trigger? Because I think to your point earlier, you well, it wasn't really a point, but you brought up Frank Reich being fired. Now Indy's never fired ever, ever, ever fired a coach 
halfway through the season. Finally, Ursay said, you know what? I'm going to pick up the phone, call Jeff Saturday, see if he's even interested. You know, to me, I would like that for my owner. That's called change. Even a pill-popping Jim Ursay can change. Okay? <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, what I'm trying to say is it's not too late for you, George. <laughs> George, you can also change. But no, it is refreshing uh, to kind of see that. You yeah, know what I mean? It is, it is, but change change for our Bears is especially hard, but it is also quite, quite necessary. Is this the best you've ever felt after a loss? Oh, yeah. I mean, this In a is long a time. Real, this is a really good loss. It is. a it's, it's a fantastic loss because we saw the coming out of our quarterback. Oh, my gosh. We didn't even talk about the icing on top of the cake, on top of the cake, on top of the cake, on top of the cake. Oh, Mr. Kitzel, tell me. There was a glorious thing happening on the other TV. It was called Red Zone. Red Zone was showing the biggest crybaby in the world, Aaron Rodgers, playing against the... Detroit Lions, as he continually <laughs> threw interceptions in the red zone to the worst defense in the red zone in the entire National Football League, the Detroit Lions. It was it was a thing of beauty. Him crying, him flipping out. Oh, the best, though, Dad, the best. And we, oh, we mocked the TV for so long. Is when the the divorce is coming, guys. There is a divorce coming between Lafla and Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers missed on a fourth down conversion, yelled "fuck," but it was more. It wasn't like "fuck." It was more like "fuck," <laughs> and he he just cried off, and he didn't. I mean, he was so mad. At his 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 marriage, he didn't even look Lafleur in the eyes. Oh. He just stormed off, turned his head. I'm done with are, you. Are they both getting divorced lawyers? I think they are. Okay, I think they are. The only thing that would have made yesterday better is if a Detroit I, wait, Lion. What? How could it get better? I'm, they I'm won. About to, I'm about to tell you. They won three I, interceptions. They I, win. I, 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 I'm all I'm, ears. I, I'm about to tell you, son. So the only thing that could make that better is one of the defensive guys of Detroit comes up to Aaron Rodgers and goes, today, we own you. That would have made it perfect. Didn't some, someone say that? I don't know. I'm just saying. I, I, I didn't read or hear anything about it, but that would have been, if that happened, that's great. That would have been perfect. I thought he... The, someone said something like, you might own the Bears, but today Detroit owns your ass. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm so glad that that happened. I if I seriously didn't know anything about that. I just... that that arrogant, I read that somewhere. That, that arrogant Aaron Rodgers face toward the Bears and we own you. Aaron, Not we. He said I. I. Oh, yeah, that's right. I own you. You know, that is so disgusting as a Bears fan. It may be true that he has, but it's just so arrogant and lacks any kind of humility but, whatsoever. But you want to know the best part of it, though? Is that he he goes, he, he told Big Cat of Barstool Sports, he goes, who's a huge Bears fan, he goes, do you really like watching me us lose like that's your Super Bowl? And he goes, oh yeah, yeah, without a doubt. 
He's like, God, that's so pathetic. But you could tell that Rodgers was annoyed at the fact that all Bears fans do that, which makes it even more sweeter. So thank you for that, Rodgers. I mean, you have no idea. Now that I know that it bothers you that when we're bad, we root for you to be bad, and that bothers you, oh, oh. thank you for that gift. Yes, that's... That is a wonderful gift. I yeah, I just can't stand Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I can on. this year. Oh. oh, this year's great. We have the same record, except we're talking about we, we can see some upside. Man, their glass is half empty, and at the bottom, all it reads is love. You know what? I sent in my uh, application to be a uh, a wide receiver for the Packers. I think at 64, they need me. They need me badly. Did you get that joke, though? That was a good one. Uh, yeah. Jordan Love, the backup. Oh, gosh. You didn't get it till just now. I didn't did you? get it till right now. Thank you. Thank, thank you for bringing that to my attention. Well, you know, bad jokes have to be said aloud. Oh, my gosh. Welcome to uh, Explain the Joke. Yeah. <laughs> Help me out, folks. So, with all that being said, it's nice to have a refreshing podcast. Uh, there's been some rough ones this year, but like you said, Ben Fields is progressing. Mooney, just by having Claypool there, hopefully Claypool really becomes something. And, you know, you forget how young he is, but you also got to remember, like, his rookie year, like, I like it when people were saying he hasn't even had a thousand yards yet in this season. Well, okay, but Back in the day, he was with Juju Smith-Schuster when he was a rookie, and, and Antonio Brown, Brown. Which, if every anyone knew, Antonio Brown was getting all the love from Big Ben. That was before Antonio lost it. When mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed yeah, Antonio yeah, Brown, yeah, a lot. That's when he didn't need weekly injections. But I mean, seriously, that's crazy to think about. Like Antonio Brown never said a word. Yeah, was you know, I mean. To the public, anyway. Just shows you how much we know. Well, I think that's all for this week, except, hold on, we did not review the Lions game. Yeah, I was going to say, I was, Mr. Kitzel was in my ear saying, hey, slow down, Tyler. Well, you think we're going to win. I think we're going to win. I think it's close, though. I think it may be closer than what we know. Uh most interesting thing coming may be actually the weather. Um, I don't know if you're aware of this, but a huge cold front is about to move in and probably will be in Chicago um, on Sunday. Literally could have a chance of flurries um, either Saturday or early Sunday. So uh, that's that's really bare weather, man. I can't wait. I don't think that's bare weather anymore. Not with that athletic guy in the backfield. <laughs> we'll see we'll see and hey the good thing is we actually have turf that works we have we have a field for fields did you get that one ty a field for yeah you didn't have to explain that okay i I thought you might need some help with that all right well until next week we will be back reviewing hopefully our win over the detroit lions yeah baby Remember, if you want to get a hold of this program, there is a phone number. I have said it before. You can also reach out to me on social media. 
God, I keep forgetting to make a Facebook page. Guys, I'm really sorry. I'm not good at Facebook. I know. I, I'm all. I'm on the Instagram, though. If you message me, I'll message you back. I promise. I will. I've done it. We've had a couple people reach out. We, we've actually had multiple people reach out, and some carry on the conversation. Others don't, which is fine. If you don't want to be a part of the program, you don't have to. We just appreciate you listening. But we also love to hear from people. Uh, we love to have different opinions. Uh, opinions that can be conflict. So, 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 how would an old guy like me know how to how to reach out to you, man? Like, like, well, you like old call, folks. You would call this number two six zero six three nine four four three nine. By the way, you stepped all over it on the front end. It was such a good setup before you yelled all right as I was given the number. Oh boy, we're never gonna make it in radio. Two six zero. Six three nine four four three nine. Leave a voicemail. Hopefully, it's up and running. But we are going to have fun. It should be up and running. I don't know what is Google. I can't give out my real number. Obviously, I don't know what's going on with it. it's it's Google Voice app. It should be up and running. I'm looking at the app right now. We never have new voicemails, which makes me wonder if it's up and running. But it's up. Who knows if it's running? Remember, it's always a good time when you bear down.